welcome back guys to another episode of the source ldn um today we have uh, our co-hosts uh, joe and shay hi hey. and we have a special guest um aisha who is of um who has a cake business by the name of cake bake east hi Representing the east side of that London. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. We do the whole of London, not just. I was east just going to say. I was just going to wow. say. Is, <laughs> does east get preferential <laughs> treatment? No, east does not get preferential treatment at all. Uh, we do have a courier service for the whole okay. of London. Okay. All right. They're flexing. All right. Cool. 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 We love that. Um, so today. Isha's here to talk about her business, how it got started, and where it's at now. Um, I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, um, yeah, we'll get into that. How are you guys? Why are you laughing? I don't I'm understand. sorry. I'm sorry. You didn't hear that, did you? I just heard something. Yeah, I, um, I was just watching someone's video of someone just got hanged gin and they're playing gin and juice of the video so my bad sorry <laughs> fam you needed one Afrobeat artist to do some and with the here's gin no I've actually that. we actually got someone to someone recorded a demo for a song and it was sick <laughs> it was actually really good <laughs> today it's not about hanged gin we're speaking is, about is it someone famous Nah, he's not famous, but he's good. Okay, lit, lit, lit. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, I was saying before we go into um, Cake Bake East, um, I just thought I'd ask how all of you are doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm all right. I'm okay. Is I'm hearing Mercury's in retrograde, whatever that even means. What does that mean? That sounds like life is just, just higgy haggard. Literally, everything just feels higgy. Anxiety on 100. I think it's the same for all of us. Yeah. All of the board, yeah. Yeah. So, that definitely, if you've been feeling off this week, that's why. I definitely have been. I felt like yesterday was like Thursday night, it was only Monday. Today mm. is Tuesday. I did not know. I don't know the time of day. I don't know what day of the week it is. But it's okay because we will all push through. Amen yes. for that. Amen. Yeah. But thanks for joining us, Asha. Um, really appreciate you coming on. Um, I'm really excited to hear a bit more about, about your business and everything. Um, what kind of made you start getting into baking? Like, how did you discover a passion for baking? So I've baked my whole life. Um, I'm fortunate enough to come from a very creative family. Everybody is either into some form of art or um, cooking, baking, design, um, singing. We've got everything in my family and in my household even. So I grew up with my grandmother being a chef um, and she taught me how to cook and bake. Um, with the cakes, it all started with my birthdays as a child it was our family tradition for me and my grandmother to make my birthday cakes every year oh, and that's wow. sort of how I learned so 
I am, I'd like to say I am self-taught, but with assistance. So I, I had somebody on hand at all times to give me that sort of guidance. Um, and I still have it now. So even though Cake Bay East is my business and, and I say, oh, I'm an independent business owner, I have great support behind me. Um, I have a, a grandmother who bakes with me on an almost daily basis. Um, <clears throat> I love that. Yeah. As Moss will tell you, every so, time he be, comes... Certain Donnies are going to have to sit right next to the Wi-Fi with your fan. What? He's cutting out. What kind I'm of indirect? What happened? I think he's gone again. Yeah. I'm oh, here. Okay. I'm here. Oh, oh, you're okay. here. Who are you indirecting? Oh, I was indirecting Aisha, but clearly it was myself. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely you. <laughs> In fact, I was like, oh, somebody needs to right next to the router. Me <laughs> Meanwhile, it's you. It's definitely you. <laughs> that is so Sorry. Um, Ish, I didn't know that um, your granny was a chef. For some she was reason. a chef. She was a chef. And she actually, she had to retire from being a chef about 15 years ago because of um, work-related injuries. Okay. Unfortunately. But she still... She's still a solid cook. Yeah. Okay. But so yeah, that's it name? really. So the name came from... Um, so I started off during lockdown. Um, I worked in I work in hospitality. So with everything going on, I said I cannot. When I got put on furlough, I said I cannot just sit in the house and do nothing. Um, I've done many things over the time. I paint, I draw... I sew, I make clothes, I bake. And I just said, what could I do to um, sort of put a, smi put a smile on people's faces? Now, a lot of my friends work in the NHS and I just started baking. I came up with a few cookie recipes and started baking and giving it to some of my friends to take into their nurses in their various hospitals um, and giving away to friends and family. Um, and that's sort of, where the name came from because I stopped just doing cakes it was cakes and bakes um and yeah and I'm, I'm based in East London so it was Cake Bake East and it was just it just came to me <laughs> that was it really <laughs> it wasn't what? it wasn't some like I sat there for thinking about the name for ages and ages and ages um yeah that's it really it wasn't it wasn't nothing out also, of this world we should have, I should have really clocked the, the potential from when you used to do the um, almond cake. Aisha's got this almond cake here, guys. Mate. I love almond. Up. It's so good. I don't, do you know what? I have not made almond cake in years. That was just one of those things where I have, I love cake and ice cream, love it. So I used to make almond cake, chop it up into squares and mix it in with vanilla ice cream. And Moose used to live literally just behind my house. So I'd call him all the time with the spare cake and it needs to go. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he'll be over in a flash. He's at the door. <laughs> Running top speed, but what do you mean? 
yeah, within five minutes, he's at the door. Um, yeah, I definitely missed that one. I think you got to bring that one back back to the. You um... know, we are always in the kitchen. If you want something, let us know, and we will do it for you. It will not take us that long. Okay. Um. Also, what what um. What was thinking? What was I thinking? Um. So do you have plans to make this a um a full-time thing? Yeah, so it is a full-time business now. Being that there's two of us, we are full-time. And Who's there the is two? always somebody, me and my grandmother. So there's oh, yeah, always yeah. somebody in the kitchen, which makes it full-time. We operate um, six days a week, Monday to Saturday. And then we do do Sundays as well, um, depending on the order. So if it's like birthday cakes or wedding cakes or something like that, we can do a Sunday. Um, it's just smaller okay. items are Monday to Saturday. That's it really. Cool. So what makes you stand out to other cake businesses? Sorry to interrupt. So with us, as I've, as I've already mentioned, we're a family-run business. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little bit more personal um and we will create anything that the client wants so we're more customer based than anything else it's not that you have to just pick one of our designs up we will customize things for our customers um and tailor it and let make your visions come alive um of course we've got the years of experience as well so our bakes are i i try not to say that they're fantastic around this world because there are so many people out there and everybody is good and everybody is talented. Um, I have so many friends in the industry where it's just like the talent is out of this world. Um, but our bakes are really good and we have spent many, many years perfecting our recipes. So if we're happy with them, yes, yes, it is. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> Hey, that's good. That's good. Yeah, so we've worked, we put the work in basically, and that is what makes us unique. Um, yeah, um, it's the it's the time. Yeah, it's, even though we're relatively new as a company and a business, um, we have the we have the experience. That's great to hear. Okay, cool. Um, I was gonna ask, did you did um, Shay? You know, when you came to Manny's birthday, did you try the cake? No, I don't think so. You know. Oh, I think you guys had like... just cut it when I was about to go. Which uh, birthday? This one just gone or yeah, yeah the, the troll the troll cake. Oh okay, the rainbow one. Yeah. Oh that cake looked mate. really amazing actually. I remember seeing it. Thank you. Proper stuff, mate. Proper it was, it was nice. Yeah. I um all of our stuff you can can be seen on our Instagram, which is Cake bait underscore east. We're gonna put all your details in the description box as well. Oh, brilliant! So, like, so people can go. like um, reach out to you and stuff. What do you find most challenging about being in the like cake and baking industry? Um, the most challenging thing is time. Um, so everything has to be done to a particular time frame. Obviously, because mm-hmm. it is fresh food. Um. It, it all has to be, it's the organisation aspect of it. Um, we always get things out on time and to a high standard. Yeah. But allocating that time and making sure you may have, we, some, some days, we've had days where we've got 
five or six cakes going out in one day and all of the so we have to plan the whole week those cakes have to we have to start them 48 hours in advance um and having 48 hours to do six cakes from start to finish that it can make you sweat sometimes yeah um that that is the challenge Mm -hmm. that is the challenge so do you are you like does it get to like are you precise to the the minute in terms of like your schedule in terms of like so say for example like you said you got six cakes to go out in 48 hours are you anticipating that by whatever time after the 48 hours everything will be done like is yeah so we would so we would first allocate allocate the times we'll stagger the times of client collection um and then we would work backwards so if we've got a cake at two a cake at four a cake at six this one needs to be done at this time and this one needs to be done at this time, and we would work backwards and schedule it that way um okay. that is but then being a baker any baker will tell you that the biggest factor in baking is the weather I was literally that was going to be my next question um, (laughs) because um, uh, one of the bakers that I work with on weddings um, she was telling me I think there was a a period around like when it was like late summer and it was so hot and she literally had a wedding cake and she said the wedding cake melted like the next morning she had to literally do it all again in time for the actual wedding I mean I won't I won't lie to you and tell you that's never happened to me it has yeah, um, I can imagine like how do I, I can't imagine that kind of anxiety like the <clears> wedding <throat> is like what like in a few hours or whatever the cake's melted and you've got to do it all again really quickly I've never had that issue with a wedding cake thank god I would not want to ruin anybody's special day um but birthday cakes yes it has happened um where you've got an two hours to get it out and you've started to notice that the cake is sinking on one side uh. and you've just got a You've got to do it. You don't have a choice. You've just got to grit your teeth and get it done. Mm. Um, now I've sort of learned the best recipes to keep it sturdy. Obviously, I cannot give you trade secrets, but I have found a foolproof way of making sure that my cakes do not melt regardless of the weather. That's so um, good. So I'm really, I'm really happy with that. That's really Obviously, really good. there is always that element of... Um, can't even find the word unexpectedness really yeah yeah there is there's always that degree of um yeah that anything could go wrong any anything can it's with everything that unexpected is always there so you've just got to make sure that you're prepared um but yeah every baker has had a cake melt that that even sounds like it's part of the the thrill of doing I mean, there's times where my like there's been times where I'm on the floor crying because a customer's coming in and out and you're like, oh, what do I do? But it's fine. You get it done. There's never been a time that I haven't got it done. Or the worst thing is when when we deliver our cakes ourselves, we know that okay, we know how to transport it, we know how to handle it, we know how to place it in, even down to the way that you place it in a vehicle is important. I always give my customers guidelines of how to transport their cakes, but they don't oh, always listen. They, they don't, half the customers do not cake listen. Fam, if the cake gets, gets squashed, who's fault is it? It's serious. It's, it's very serious. serious. I've had customers, 
exactly. I, I think the worst one I've had is I had a customer that I delivered it to her house personally. It was perfectly fine. I, she wasn't home at the time. Her parents were home. Oh, and I told her, the, I gave her the instructions um, and they were taking it to a party, which was half an hour drive away in 27 degrees heat and I told her exactly what to do to make sure that the cake did not melt exactly how to place it in the car and her parents took it to the party and it was like a squat it was it was like just I can't even explain how flat the cake was it was like somebody had gone at it with a bat and she messaged me and she sent me a picture. She said, what happened to my cake? I said, I'm what sorry, madam, I cannot tell you. Happened- <laughs> <laughs> no, don't know that the thing. That's how you now got to start be, be sending status photos just before yeah, it goes like in. as soon as you've dropped it, take exactly, a picture of what it looked did. like, all of that. Yeah, I sent her a picture. I sent I sent her a picture of it in her parents' hands, and I said to her, "Look, it's been delivered. It's perfectly fine. Please make sure they put it in the fridge. It is a very hot day." Yeah. Um, two hours later, the cake. You've had it for two hours. There's not much we can do at that point. Um, and you know, and her parents said, "Oh, it was leaning when she gave it to us." And I said, oh. "Sorry, madam. The, oh, as you can oh. see from the pictures, <laughs> as you can see from the pictures, you do get that sometimes, unfortunately." Um, I think that's out of order. You know, I think I'd need to have like a good level of patience if I was a baker. Because how are you going to come for me? Like after I've done what I'm supposed to do, and then you're going to come and blame me? Yeah, I just reckless. said to her, I had to say, unfortunately, I can't tell you what happens in the two hours once it's in your care. Um, you know, we've delivered it as as expected, completely down to a T or specifications exactly. Um, and and I it had been in my car and it was perfectly fine. So you know did the parents really try to say that it was already leaning they really tried it <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they didn't want, want to they didn't want the smoke. and i mean if it was if it was you what would you say i would say um, i don't know <laughs> how did that how did that situation end did she leave you alone um she calmed down once she calmed down she came back and she said you know what i'm sorry for going off on you and you're right it's been two hours after the fact you sent me the pictures of how it was as when you delivered it i can't she was like they they're saying one thing but she's like at the end of the day you're right you gave it to me you gave it to them you know yeah that's good at least she like acknowledged that though because you know yeah just be wrong and strong yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) The thing is, I think aftercare is a big, big thing. Oh, that, 100%. Aftercare is the most <laughs> important thing with a cake, especially because, so my cakes are buttercream cakes. Is in Butter is in the name. It's fresh cream. Um, if you had a stick of butter and left it in the sun, what would happen? It would melt. So you need to, you do need to be very careful. So I was going to ask you, have you got any, um, have you got any, uh new exciting flavors coming for them cookies yes so okay so what we we don't just do birthday cakes we do birthday cakes tray bakes um and cookies hence why cake bake um because it's it's a whole load of things so i'm in the middle of finalizing my christmas menu um where we will do be doing hampers and care packages which can be delivered on um on behalf of yourselves if you have somebody who 
you got a Christmas present for or you know that they're isolating or they're going to be on their own at Christmas give us a shout and we'll be able to get them some goodies to um brighten up their holidays but yeah with that I can't say exactly what's going to be on it at the moment um because we haven't finalized it and we have a few we have to cut a few things out it's we have way too many options at the minute um but yeah, there will be some traditional I can, Christmas things. I can say there will be Christmas cake, okay. traditional Caribbean okay. rum cakes, um, and stuff like that. But I can't give away too much at the minute. So do you I make the inf- you make um, the infamous sprinkle cake then, Lisha? We do sprinkle cakes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we try and make them a little bit different. We try and make them a little bit different. I personally hate sprinkle cakes. I think they're just so um, generic and bog standard. It reminds me of school. But yes, yeah. we do. We do t- exactly. It's nostalgic. That's what it is, and that's why people love them. Mm. But we do um, our with our tray baits. It's not just sprinkle cakes. We have. I need to remember now. We've got so much on the menu: brownies, um, salted caramel brownies which is what I was going to, supposed to send to you guys. So you will be getting that shortly. Oh, um, salted caramel that. brownies, red velvet tray bakes. Um, then you've got like chocolate fudge cakes, so like really gooey chocolate fudge cake, brownie slices, um, carrot cake, lemon drizzle, banana, and then your nostalgic sprinkle cake as well. I see. I'm and they're glitter <laughs> sprinkle cakes. It's not banana cake. It's not just a normal sprinkle cake. Mm. Banana cake. Do you know there was, yeah. there was one at our school, yeah, that yeah. they used to have. I think it had jam on it and coconut shaving. Oh yeah, and jam and coconut. Oh, we do jam yeah. and coconut too. Yo, oh, my God, I'm hungry. We do jam and coconut. <laughs> we do do jam and coconut. <laughs> I'm so hungry now. Get that one. Because them, them, them days were they, they were tough days, you know. They were a good day. And you know when you you know when they cover it in in um custard and by the time you've eaten your food, the custard's got the skin on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I know it's how nasty that is. It's so disgusting. You've got your turkey twizzlers, your I your chips, yeah. and then oh I know they're bringing them back. Are they? Yeah, Where down? I thought they were never going to bring that back, back with the amount of unhealthy stuff in there. Well, F Jamie Oliver. They've made it Jamie friendly, apparently. Oh, I say, you know, Bloody it's Jamie. Vegan, They're vegan. They're vegan. I used to love them so much, yeah. My mum used to have to buy them. You know, when they used to actually used to sell it as well. She used to buy yeah. them, and then I used to have it at home and at school. Yeah. Oh, turkey twizzlers. Anyway, so hey, yeah, by the time you've the, eaten your turkey, t- you found it. Yeah, they're here. They're yeah. Here. Do you know what? But see, even really just talking about sprinkle cake, I'm hungry now. You're making me think though. At school, there was one combination I didn't understand. When they used to give us chocolate cake and chocolate custard, I found that disgusting. Was it just me? No, that's great. That's I didn't like it either. You know, I thought that was nasty. I love it. I'm not I'm not a chocolate person like that anyway, so probably that's why. But there's some chocolate cakes that are obviously amazing and I want to try yours. But chocolate cake and chocolate custard, I think, is rude. 
Mate, you have to love desserts to to make as many as I do. So I love all of them. (laughs) There's not much you can do. Do you make tiramisu? I do not make tiramisu. I know how to make tiramisu, but we it is not something that is on our menu, unfortunately. It's just not to everyone's liking. I love love tiramisu. (laughs) Um, a little bit of alcohol in it, a little bit of coffee, you know, some of a grown up. Yeah, it's a little bit, it's a bit more adult. Yeah, it's very grown up, isn't yeah. it? God, all right. It is very grown up. It's very sophisticated. Yeah. I, I guess, yeah, that's my um, bougie side that wants to come out. Then sometimes I choose that. And someone, people do look at me like, who the hell is she? Ordering a Pardon? It's, it's not. I was just say it's not my fault. Your palate's just tapped. Just because I'm classy, mate. Because so, tiram- hey, tiram- I'm yeah, classy. Tiram- I'm classy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do have to give a shout out to um, Ish's Red Velvet Cookies. They're the best. Um, even the there's one here. Thank it's, you. Uh, nut is it Nutella and peanut peanut butter. No, so the peanut butter is a chocolate chip cookie with a, with a peanut butter centre. Okay. Um, and then okay. we've got the white chocolate Nutellas, which is a chocolate biscuit with white chocolate chunks and a Nutella centre. Um, and then wow. we've got red velvet, <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is a red velvet cookie with white chocolate. And then we've got your classic, so triple chocolate and just a classic chocolate chip. Um, I am... Thinking, we have Anything. a s'mores. I have a s'mores cookie, oh which I have God, s'mores. S'mores Sorry, cookie, I'm yeah, which I haven't put on the menu yet. <laughs> Listen, this is a food episode, okay? So you should have come prepared. You know, um, to today I've literally been living on juices and smoothies. I'm trying it, and I'm sorry. Like I'm the worst so sorry. combination. <laughs> What's happened? Juicing is. No, juicing is. I like real food. I like cakes. I like sugar. You know. Wait. I tried juicing for like a week. Oh, I didn't even last. <laughs> What's the smash cake cookie thing about though? What's that? I've heard of it. What? Never had. What? Smores. Sorry. So s'mores is um an American like sort of campfire right. dessert where they have it's like they have something called a graham cracker. So a graham cracker is is like a it's like digestives. It's like a digestive, but in a cracker form. Like it's thinner, it's longer. Um, and they sandwich, they melt um marshmallows, put it in between the ground cracker, and put chocolate in between there as well, like a sandwich. What so is it's like a dessert doing? sandwich. I don't even know. These times we're having important small conversations here, and you're just, <laughs> just skanking on the camera. I was doing the little kid. That's that's it's what the, I do. With, it's the yeah. food. It's the food yeah, getting him excited. It's the talk about it. <laughs> He's got to get his shimmy on. He's got to get his shimmy on. But yeah, yeah, that's what s'mores is. So we are working on. I'm trying to get the perfect recipe. I'm happy with it now, but I think it could just be that much more better. Um, so it's going to be a biscuit, a cookie with uh, chocolate chips. I'm not sure what flavour chocolate chips yet. I haven't decided between white chocolate, standard chocolate, or there's something else called rose chocolate as well, which 
I won't get too technical and talk to you about that. Um, and then mush a giant marshmallow in the middle. Sounds like absolute heaven. I'm Milk hungry. Milk yeah. the winner for me though. Milk chocolate. <laughs> we do. We also do. Um, this isn't on the menu, but we do do it for. We do have specific customers who really love it, and they ask us for it. Um, we do dark chocolate and so, and sea salt. That is amazing. I love it. Like it. I've had it um, and then we've got white chocolate cookies as well I'm trying to cut we're also looking at doing some um, fruity ones so like raspberry and white chocolate and stuff like that but what I do what we do love at the minute we do cookie dough tray bakes um so yeah we do cookie dough tray bakes so those are really cool and then we customize those for birthdays as well so we put like a plaque on, on the top with a message yeah, and those can be those can be all sorts of flavors so they can be like a mixture of flavors um a really popular one is the peanut butter cookie dough tray bake so it's like got big dollops of peanut butter in between and it's just heavenly i, I would literally make my own business go under because i'll just be eating all my socks I still, do you know what? I bake so much. I bake so much. I don't even want it. Oh, I don't yeah, even fair. want it anymore. Like I walk in my house and it just smells like, like sugar. And mm. you know, what is? Yeah. What 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 would you say is the most difficult um, cake you've had to do in terms of design and taste? Uh, oh, so I did an extra tall. Did you see must did you see Aura's cake for her birthday? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was crazy. Oh, yeah. So it was extra, it was a double stack cake. So it was super, super tall. I've never done something so tall in my life. Um it was uh it was 90 centimeters tall. Wow. Including the topping. So it was a 90 centimeter tall cake. Um, and it was strawberry flavored. So she wanted a customer had asked me for a strawberry flavored cake, but she didn't want just strawberry flavoring. She wanted a strawberry infused cake. So it had to have real pieces of strawberry inside the sponge. Now, I'm not sure how much you know about the technical side of baking. Baking is a lot of science, guys. You have to be really smart. I can't <laughs> lie to you. It is hard. The amount of maths and oh, it's crazy and chemistry that goes into this like really? um yeah yeah i'm telling you it is hard just do like working out like measurements and figures alone mm. sometimes i'm just like why did i do this to myself um <laughs> it's made me feel really intelligent i'm not gonna lie um but we had a strawberry flavor cake and putting fresh fruit and it wasn't dehydrated fruit. She wanted fresh fruit. Putting fresh fruit into a cake makes it moist. And the taller you have a cake, the drier it needs to be because you need a solid structure. Um, so it, it was a struggle. We did a few, we had to do some trial runs. Wow. Um, threw away a lot of cake. What? Yeah, because we had to test the recipe. <laughs> Listen to him. Fam, what? You threw away cake? And them times as well, man was definitely five minutes away. <laughs> no, nah. I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy with the recipes. It needs to. If I wouldn't eat it, then I'm not going to give it away. I'm sorry. It had to be binned. 
Um, but yeah, we finally got it down. It was beautiful. So it was, yeah. The cake itself was 70 centimeters and then it had a champagne bottle in the top as well. Oh, so wow. that made it um, 90 cent. Yeah, it made it 90 centimeters. I need to see a picture of this cake. Mm-hmm. Looking at your Instagram, I can't. I don't yeah. think I can see it. It. Oh, let me have a look. I can tell you exactly. Because I, I don't. I don't remember tasting the cake in it. So, did it? Did it? Um, did it? It came. It came out the way you wanted it to. Then. Oh, it went quick. That cake was gone in a flash. Mate. Yeah, that I cake was gone. Oh, in a okay. Flash. I think I found it. So- yeah, so it's it's oh, uh, okay. next to the Ooh, minions cake. I found it. I found it. It's next to oh the minions God, cake. It's yeah. really tall. It was really really How tall. How do you cut into and you... that? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so heavy. That cake was so heavy. The table at the party collapsed. Oh, oh my God. word! Yeah, it actually collapsed, and thankfully I was there to catch the cake. The and these are the sort of dramas that we have these are the sort of dramas that we have with cakes it was a very heavy cake on a glass table so oh, um, glass. oh yeah yeah but yeah that's that was that was the most difficult cake i've had to do um it wasn't the most time consuming like there's some cakes that are really time consuming is that the, um, the more complex design ones then? Yeah, sometimes like you've got the two-tiered cakes, like there's a travel cake that I did um, that had loads of like, she wanted like loads of edible items. So we had to make like a perfume bottle, lipstick, a p- edible passport, handbag, had to make a Chanel bag to go in it. She wanted, Love she basically that. wanted everything that she puts in her hand luggage on the cake. No Birkin. Um, Sure. We made a Chanel. Sorry, we made Chanel. No bear kids <laughs> over here, okay? We're not that privileged. Um, <laughs> the bag isn't even but cute. Yeah, so... like, oh. what, the I'm a bear kid. Well. Yeah, I don't even like them. They're not pretty. The right, can we... Let's come away from the cake chat for a moment. <laughs> I don't understand. How did all of this Birkin business come about? Addie B. I have no idea. Can't say it again, Frenchie. Cardi B. <laughs> Cardi B. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was sweetie. Was it not sweetie? Oh, it was sweetie. Yeah, it was sweetie. But Birkins are is not new. Sweet? I don't know what her real name is. But Birkins haven't just come into the scene, guys. Like they've been around for That's a very sweet. long time. Yeah, like, Jay Z was Jay Z was talking about Birkins at the early Manelli and B. It's just that. These new era girls her, like her to sweet talk about, you know. Is Diamante. <laughs> oh my God. Diamante. You said no, Diamante. Diamante. Rah. Like diamonds. Yeah, Diamante. The other Valentine Harper. That's her full name. She's got a famous. She's got famous um, family. Yeah, yeah Gabrielle Union is her. Gabrielle Union is her aunt, no? Her cousin. Yeah. And, yeah. And her cousin. Mom, her mum was um, a video vixen, and yeah. Oh. See, this is this is who the all the ones that were in the big pimping videos back then. It's their child now. That's. <laughs> yeah. Up. It's but she's, she's just got like good vibes, sweetie. She just looked fun. Yeah, she does. See, she I'm does. not saying. 
she's not a bad person like she no, looks she like she's lit I'm not gonna lie she yeah. could be my friend it would be okay but when you're talking about my man needs to buy me a Birkin and this and that I don't like that kind of behavior because really and truly as black people we need to be talking about more substantial things that elevate us as a community as opposed to all of the superficial things that are giving us the bad you know that are giving us the bad rep yeah but like the hip-hop and like hollywood and entertainment scene even here they their heads are in the clouds like (laughs) reality just our reality and their reality like how is stuff like this important like i'm saying the bag isn't it's a nice bag but it's not worth all the mad hype it's getting and like yeah it's hermes right that's is, is it their brand yeah, it's her man. They must be so disgusted that. <laughs> what happens every time, fam? It we will keep... happen every time. They must be so wearing disgusted. It's gonna be another Tommy. It's gonna be another Tommy Hilfiger situation where they're gonna turn around and say that they didn't make it for black people, just like Tommy did back in the nineties. Hmm. Yeah, no. and it's peak because. You know when Which Gucci was taken was out of context, that... by the way. What Tommy said was taken out of context. But what, anyway. What, let's, how let's was it not... said? He basically, every all people remember is that he said that he did not make it. It wasn't made for black people. But if you actually um, read the full interview, and this isn't me being biased. I actually studied fashion. This is a topic that I had to research heavily. Um, the full interview, he was basically saying that he um at the time in the 90s the hip-hop culture was what was booming so he went out of his comfort zone and went into a genre to make money and he went into the hip-hop scene just because it was profitable at the time but he should have stayed true to himself and stayed with the preppy look i see that's what the interview was Mm. essentially saying but it was taken out of context and it was a case of i didn't make it for black people that's not what he was saying he said that he came away from his self and went into a market that he didn't know nothing about. Oh, and still made peace. Must be and nice. still made peace. I mean, it put him on the map, so he shouldn't really complain too tough. Yeah, no. this is it. But um, okay. I, do you guys want to talk about this situation that's been going on the past couple of weeks? Which one? There's so many. Which you one? Know. There's many. <laughs> Which which bit of trauma must there's a bit there's quite a lot. Yeah. Oh Charlie, sorry, why? Um the <laughs> SARS thing that's going on in uh, the right. I definitely don't want to talk about that, but happy for the I mean I think it's, a, it's something that we do need to we do need to talk about. Um as traumatic as it is for all of us. Yeah. I mean I didn't even hear what the consensus was if you don't, don't want to, to be honest. I don't mind. Um, I just I just think... My main thing is is that I just hope those people can get the support they need from somewhere, yeah. be it from, from, from people that they have close to them. I think that's, that's the most important thing. It's, Do it's we like, know of any charities or anything that... Um that we can that we can support on um so i think we'll probably add those in the description box as well there's some that are circulating that we can um kind of get involved in 
Ah, cool. Um, fam, you know what? Yeah, I've been trying to do my best to stay out of um just generic sort of gossip stuff because it's 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 <laughs> draining along with along with all the other stuff. It's just draining when it you is. get to this point. With, with the whole SARS thing and like a majority of all the horror stories that have come out of Africa, it's essentially like how it is here. Until the older generation literally naff off and just get out of the way, nothing is going to change. They're so set in their ways of just being horrible and evil, even though to them it makes sense. Like, it's the same as here, like, how everything, all the repression, systematic racism, all of that stuff, it's the same old people that are like, yeah, no, we don't see the problem, I don't see this. Until they all go, it's just going to be an unfortunate reality. Yeah. Yeah, but prayers go out to those people, man. For real. We're definitely thinking of them. And um, I keep, I just keep thinking about um, how someone like um, Felakuti, for example, was arguing about the same thing almost 40, 50 years ago and just nothing changes. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's amazing to see that just time just... As as much as time has has moved on in terms of you know the way people society is, just it's annoying to think that some things just don't change. And there's always really some annoying. new form of oppression, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Big facts. Yeah. Um. Please, uh, have you got anything for me? Are you wearing a do rag, Moss? No, nah, I'm wearing it's a um, swim cap. No, what is it? No, nah, it's um it's swim cap. Blindfold. <laughs> <laughs> so it just, I thought it said the speedo logo on the sides. <laughs> oh no, it's your stuff. Yeah, <laughs> fam. Um, Lola put my hair in twists, in it. So I've been wearing a durag, yeah, and I don't normally. I've never normally worn one. Why is the thing coming off in the night? It's so that. annoying. No, you need a bonnet. We're gonna invest in a bonnet. I'll send you a few links of a bonnet. I know Fam, some really I'm good black businesses. <laughs> Why? It's just you and your bonnet. wife and your children. What's the problem? Safe. Then they'll now come and be 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 taking Instagram pictures, and then my whole rep is finished. Now I'm good. For <laughs> I think everybody just let just do it so everybody wears a bonnet. Everybody. True. So you know, new house mm. rules. Do you know what I mean? No. Then nobody can mug you off for it. That might have to be my, my Christmas present because the way the thing is looking right now, I can't lie. I might have to grow this dreads thing, you know. Oh, you I, mean? I can do that. Yeah, do it. Do it. Listen to my mom will now say, Why are you doing this? <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> I remember my stepdad said that the high top. The high top trim is for bad boys. He said this to me. I was definitely past thirty years of age. I fully looked yeah. at him. I was just, I just looked at him. I didn't even say anything. So, I think this is sorry. Going back to the whole SARS thing with this, this is a prime example of the stigma that young people are facing. Young black people are facing now with with our current generation. The older p- people perceive a certain look 
to be you're a bad boy or you have some sort of negative connotations and this is the problem with with yeah. the older generation of africans you have you have an ear piercing oh you're this you've your hair is cut a certain way oh you're that you're wearing a certain shoe and this is a problem yeah it's true it's big facts and for me i just i just look at it like I don't know, especially when it when it when it when it's whenever it's been like my my mum or anything opposing to stuff like that. I just look at them and I'm just like, all of those things that you're describing, I know that I'm not, so I'm good yeah. in terms of your yeah. types. And what I do as well, I do like when I'm having general convos. Sometimes you know these parents, they just their their lips will just be moving loose to the point where they'll say something. So you have to just be like, what? No, I'm I'm her a lot as well because. Mate, the stuff that they come out with, I just can't. Like you can't swing for them, so you just have yeah. to just ignore it. Um, Sometimes you just like, have to how, leave. Yeah. How can you be moaning about not not to say that they that they personally moan about racism, yeah? But it's like, fam, you lot show prejudice to people who are from the same country as you, but just happen to be exactly. from exactly exactly. So. Let's call a spade a spade here. You gotta keep the same energy for me. Yeah. I know it's hard, it's annoying, but it just has to be kept. I don't care just because oh, this person's from the north or this person's from the south, so they're better than this. But no, it it just doesn't work like that. That's how to me. That's how my 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 re, my um. I can't even think. My, that's just how I think it. Fam, I'm just. Uh, just to be confused. I am confusion. But um hey, yeah. yeah. I man. think we all get so, we all get the gist. We get what you mean. Yeah, exactly. So for me, mate, I'm I'm there warning them all the time that look, you can't just be thinking, oh yes, this this is that way, and you know, p- things are still the way you thought it was back like it was in the eighties or whatever decade. It's not that anymore. I feel yeah. like I feel like the older generation say a lot of things that um it just sort of produces self-hate within our community, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. You know, There's a lot, and what? I think it's 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 a bit of an education thing. Like I think it's something that we need to we need to educate ourselves about and be aware of. Yeah. I just wonder how how we can do it because obviously I think it, it happens in all forms of like like for example you know you go to an interview the perception is you can't really be going there looking scruffy or your hair has to look a certain way so you know you conform and you, you, yeah. you comb your hair whatever it is that's all part of that's a that's a slight part of self-hate in the sense that you know you don't really think you've got enough confidence to be able to go as you are to, to I think it's, it's very true. I think as black women as well, like a lot of the time you think, oh, is this company going to be okay if I go in my interview in braids? Or do, like, am I, do I have a natural hair or do I wear my wig or do I have to straighten it? There's so many things that you have to factor and think about. Do you have to do, should I, you're, you're essentially saying, do I dumb down my blackness to be accepted into this role? That's nuts. The fact I, that you even have to. I hear what you guys are saying, but I think after this crazy pandemic, I think stuff like that Pandem- is definitely pandemic is stuff like that is gonna change. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. 
There's a lot like, of pandering in the pandemic now. I said pandemic, didn't I? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> like, you, they just can't penalise people and stuff like that anymore. You can't. Yeah, Take me as yeah. I am, damn it. If the, if the U wants to come into school with Basquiat dreadlocks, so be it, fam. Yeah. <laughs> so be it. It's not stopping him from being able to do A, A B, C, D. Exactly. We joke, but it, 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 it's, it's, it's true. It's a very fair point. Yeah. I, I think if we, if we stop bowing down to it and, and giving in to these, these non-existent rules, then things will change. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Also, can I give a big shout out to, to, the, to Sir Marcus Rashford? for oh. inspiring so many so many restaurants across the uk to open it's amazing he's doing, he's doing so um, well i'm but like I, what world is it where a group of people can say no we're not feeding children can you imagine no we don't want to <laughs> yeah. we don't want a, a, group of, a group of people i'm sorry these people did you see the report on how much um, food allowance money they get per day. Oh, let's not even no, get into it. It, it was something asshole. silly like twenty five pounds, like twenty five pounds a day. But you don't want to give school children. Does anybody remember how much it was for your school lunch when you went into school? It was something like was, three pounds, three or four pounds. Yeah. Something ridiculous. It was something cheap. I don't know. It was something silly. Yeah, it's something silly, and you don't want to pay that money. But you yourself. I claim in twenty five pounds food allowance a day. Hmm. Hypocrites. It's, I think. I think for me, what it was the it was the outrage that came off of the back of it, as in like people who were actually angry that he wants to feed school children. Yeah, and like the tweets and the things that people were saying. Like I'm like, are you people actually okay? You're actually mm-hmm. angry about this. And then people are basically saying, oh, it's it's not the responsibility of the government to feed people's kids. It's their parents. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, but there's people who have lost their jobs like people's situations can change overnight you know yeah I think like people need to recognize that like there's a lot of factors that often impact people in low-income households or some people who may not have been in a low-income household but have been faced with an unfortunate situation like losing their job in the middle of a pandemic yeah you don't think that oh there might be a time where you might not be able to feed your kids no one can envision that so I feel like the fact that people have been like some people have been so unsympathetic towards it and feeling like oh but it should be the parents' job to feed them and stuff like that. Some of the stuff I've been seeing has been making me so angry. Oh, it's really <laughs> I mean, it, it is disgusting. I think it's a legal requirement for children to go to school. It should be a legal requirement for all of their needs to be catered to whilst they are Thank at school. You. And that includes food from, from the time they get there, which is 9am, until the time they leave, which is 3pm. This is it. And for me, I look at it and I think, okay, so for this guy to really be so passionate about this this means when he was young he wasn't eating anything no. um, around these times you know he what said, i mean he has said he has yeah. said in interviews his family really struggled during the summer holidays he said so many times <laughs> they really struggled i had a friend that was like that actually um because she was on free school meals um and yeah like during like summer holidays and stuff it was really really tough for her um so I would like buy her food or we'd go out often just so that she could get food just because like like, her way of eating was um like eating at school like the free school meal ticket things that we used to get yeah um so there's a lot of people who literally relied on that as like their food because they knew that when they got home they didn't have as much yeah um 
So, and I can they only keep, imagine it's even worse that. now. This is it. And they keep showing that, um, that, that little boy who says that, you know, he has to not eat as much as possible so that he can, he can eat, um, so that he can share with between him and his family or whatever. And I think, I think yeah. for more people to understand, they've just, they've, they've, they've got to show us more examples of this because people don't like, like they, especially those people that Shay's talking about, they want to be able to just dismiss this so easily. Do you know what I mean? And just make it seem like it's oh, because it's not a part of their reality. That's what the issue is. Yeah. But is... any parent will tell you that when the children are off from school, I don't I don't have a child myself, but I've obviously I, I am aware of it. When children are off from school, most you have children, does your food bill go up? Damn. Yeah, no question. You've got a you've got a full grown man in your house. I'm sure he's eating you out of house and home. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Joe is eating plenty but when they're not at school it's, it's more expensive that's a simple fact that's the fact of the matter whether it's a struggle for you or not it is more expensive absolutely this is it and these, I, these, these, I came across people. a very unfortunate um story like <laughs> literally last week and it's a, a mother a young mother who has a three-year-old and a seven-year-old and yeah she lost her job um, she was trying to claim a food parcel from a food bank or something and they said I think because she had just lost her job they were like weighing out her means and telling her like you're okay you should be fine and obviously she wasn't so she actually committed suicide I think I read oh, this no. one yeah she committed suicide yeah, yeah, so one. obviously oh, the stress yeah. and, or thinking of how yeah. am I going to feed this, these yeah. children yeah I, I, I'm guessing she thought they'll be better off without her because you know as a mother you, that's awful that's, you're literally there to provide for your kids and she obviously got so stressed out and with all the all I guess all the rejection was just doing her head in and if you have people 300 people sitting in a room saying nah you don't need help like hmm. that is so bad that is so, so bad so so sad and it's 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 really heartbreaking because um now when they press um the prime minister about this as usual he goes around the houses but now all these small businesses have done what you couldn't do and it's not like we're asking for the most extravagant meals to be given to these kids in in england a lunch is considered sometimes you can have a sandwich a crisp and a drink and a chocolate or something or you can have some some basic sort of warm meal it's not gonna be um uh lavish lavish meals that it's you not, know it's not gonna break it's not gonna break the bank this no, is it's it not gonna break the bank. if we had enough exactly if they had enough money to do the help out to eat out scheme and pay 50 percent of people's food bills across the country they can do this. Yeah. They can give. They can give people a three pound sandwich meal deal from Tesco's. Hmm. I, I just cannot believe that that was even something that was even put to a vote. You know, I know, yeah. like something that should have like to feed children. Really it's disgusting. It's so disgusting. All of a sudden, became. All, all of a sudden, people became experts in in step change, and they're like, "Oh, if you pay more than." 20 pounds for your phone bill and you have sky and you have this 
Grata. Is that All of that is not important right now. Oh my god. Yeah, some people oh, if you don't if you meet this, this, and this, then you you know you deserve to have free school meals. But if you got this, this, and this, then I don't want to hear it. And it's like wow. okay. So let me even let me, let me still, measure out my poverty and see if I'm worthy or not. Imagine flipping it. Yeah. <laughs> I saw one tweet. I got some basic potatoes, some peas, and what looked like some a mixture of just beef in some gravy thing. He's like, look, this is oh, fake. That one. You saw that, yeah? Yeah. The but the guy still didn't mention how much the beef cost. Exactly. What <laughs> yeah. So, no, it's uh, it's really but it's so disgusting. Yeah. So I, I just think it's really good that he's um he's shed shed the light on this and basically he's embarrassed the government in my opinion. He has. They've, he has. They've, he's done so everyone well. who's done that has fully embarrassed it. Fully embarrassed them because it's 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 not on, man. I'm sorry. We we want these these children are the future of the country. You have to you must invest in the future. It's just yeah. a given. You get you what you put in, you get back out in the form of, you know, people who are ready to learn and ready to 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 um become the future leaders of the country. So And yeah. I don't see how that's gonna be done when they're too worried about what am I gonna eat. Exactly. And then you've been you know this child's got this eating disorder and this, that and like I just feel like they're creating so many more problems. I mean, there was plenty of people. There was plenty of children when I went to school who would skip breakfast so that their parents would only have to give them one meal a day when they got home from school. Really? Yeah, I know, I know plenty of people who had that. They never ate breakfast, and the first thing they would eat is lunch at school. Same. But they don't want to. But loads of uh, but the government is saying they don't want to pay for that. Mate, for some children, it, that it, is the first meal that they eat. That is crazy. It's so sad. You know what it is? Because I used to get, I used to get money from my mum. So then I'd buy whatever nonsense. In the in the if I didn't have breakfast, I'd buy the, I'd buy some snack in the morning, have lunch, go yeah. home and have dinner, and then even after yeah. after lunch after yeah. going home, I'd still go to the shop. These kids, not all of them can can have two three four pound i'm sure now with the price of inflation these kids need five pound a day now in it even I, I was trying to even do that for myself um when when we was in the office that i wouldn't spend more than five pound on lunch fam it's some such days, a struggle yeah. <laughs> it, it's so hard. Is, it is, it's so hard to spend less than five pounds i remember um one guy i know this guy's like, bro, I can't lie. I spend 12 to 15 every single day. <laughs> wow. Like, nah. But it adds nah. up quickly because you've got your morning coffee on the way to work. You know, you oh. might get a croissant if you're feeling, if you're feeling fantastic. And then <laughs> you get to work. If the coffee's not free at work, then you're getting another one at some point. Then you've got yeah. your lunch, which is easy. What's your, what's your sort of local? Like where are you... It, like, it depends where you go. We were go to break. spending twenty pound, ten pound, when we went to um, when we worked in Suburb because we were getting vats for lunch. Oh yeah, Vapia. well then, hey. go in Pret alone. you sort of real fancy vats for lunch. Don't mind Man, us. We were I don't know who we thought you we were. Flexing, <laughs> really flexing. Uh, wow, guys. With extra wow. pro. 
What do you mean? Come and charge you three pounds for extra pounds, you know. Premium, premium. <laughs> and, it was, and it was definitely just three singular ones extra. Literally, one pound a prawn. <laughs> one pound a prawn. He's a fancy, fancy. Hey. Well, say you um, go to say you go to Pret. Going to Pret is easily eight pounds. Yep. This is it. When you get that macaroni and cheese thing, that's buff, yeah. Do you know? That already is five, five pounds something. The and kale mac and cheese. Down. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. All these come. I really, I really want to see Liverpool Street like on a weekday. I've not been for ages. I've been, I've been. So I reckon Barbican and dead, dead. Mm. It is the maddest thing. That's mad. It's like this thing is. Right. If if this Mate. was a Black Mirror episode, I w- I would I'd believe it. I'd say, yeah, but this is real TV. For real, this is it, live in the flesh, boy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't think I'll be going back to the office anytime soon. If I if I even do ever. I think they said um, recommendation is that we don't go. Well, even look into going back until about March. So many companies are just going to get rid of their offices. Yeah, um, and use, yeah, exactly. London and use free rent. working spaces. Mm. That's the thing. What they need to be doing with these office spaces, you now need to be turning some of these into residential properties, isn't it? And then how much is that going to cost us to rent such a place? Well, I'm just looking at I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, all right, well, you're not getting that money anyway. No one's hiring uh uh um I don't know, some a certain square footage of of uh, property now for desks. They're just not doing it as, yeah, as frequently as no. they would have before. So I just look at it like if they can find a way to convert some of these things and then oh, maybe subsidize some. I don't know. I don't know. But the housing crisis is not good either way. So maybe yeah. that maybe that can help solve it because. It's just like you're saying, the streets are dead, the, the towers are dead. You can't, you can't have there is nothing the outside. This is it. As much as, oh, yeah, great. Um, let me go to a restaurant and stuff. Once you do that, that's it. Like, there's nothing else. I, I can't lie. After a while, I got tired of the park, man. I was getting chewed up by. <laughs> Oh, it's long, bro. The only thing I had one was going to have going to the park or having shisha now, which is dead. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you go to Shoreditch and it's it's still popping. Nothing's changed. Really? Really? Yes. Oh wow. Shoreditch is lively. All the clubs are still open. But what are they doing? Um, they're still they're still open. The thing is, clubs are still they're still allowed to operate, but it has to be table service, and it has to um, no more than tables of six, and it has to close by ten, which means last orders is nine thirty. Oh wow, that's so dead. That is so like for me, you know what? I think we were saying it before in a previous pod. I'm a day rave merchant anyway i love day raves more than the nighttime ones but you know it's not everyday day rave sometimes you got a guy in the night in it i can't so imagine the night being curtain. done at 10 
<laughs> it was right. like when I was at Kent Union, the raves would be done at two. We just be like, is, what, is that it? <laughs> That's mad. It's wild. It's wild. That is mad. It's so mad, honestly. Yeah, so everything is, everything is, but the rule is that when they're saying, oh, finish at 10, no, everybody needs to be out at 10. The doors need to be yeah. locked at 10. Jeez. I know the I'm not sure if you can tell, but I've been out. I've been outside. <laughs> it's been it's been enjoyable. Bear people are definitely doing lock-ins. Yeah. Um what what was it like in um in Turkey? Turkey was mm, it was nice to be away. That's that uh, let's put it that way. It wasn't like the regular holiday experience that I would have had. Like I weren't um partying and getting shit faced every day, but mm. I was having a, I had a good time, water sports, restaurants, bars. Is that all the distance over there as well? Um, yeah, yeah, well, mm, kind of. So their <laughs> only rule is, their only rule really is you have to wear a mask everywhere you go. The tables are not spaced out at restaurants like they are here. There's no like one meter rule and like two meter rules and all of that stuff. Um, you just got to wear a mask absolutely everywhere you go. Oh, okay. Whether you're indoors, outdoors, yeah. whatever, mask. I reckon that's what they're gonna do to the to to in the end, uh, like when it gets to a point where they, you know, the theater can't run, all these football teams are not getting the revenue and whatnot for audience. They're just gonna be like, you know what? If you've got a, you have to wear a mask whilst you're you're here. That's it. Yeah. I, I yeah, genuinely yeah. think they're gonna get to that point because you can't socially distance crowds you just can't because you're you literally a um a 600 people venue you know you can like potentially you could probably only allow 200 in there you know what i mean yeah socially i mean it's less than that look at pitch in stratford how many people does that hold that's only allowed to have 150 at the minute i think what what was it normally doing before like i don't know but it was silly the amount of people that yeah, you could have in there was silly heaving to the point where I've had to stand on a table before just because I wow. can't breathe. Wow, that's okay. I'm that's... outside and I'm standing on the table because I can't breathe. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, they you were they were Rona packed. Yeah, Pardon? can you imagine, imagine if Rona was there them times and I know and hot. I know, I know. But look about look at like places like corner shop in Shoreditch. That downstairs bar yeah. is mad. That yeah, is, hell, <laughs> that, is <laughs> that is like that's a fire safety hazard, honestly. But look how many people they fit in there. Like how many could they have now? Barely um, any. Well, 12 people are going down there. That in that that little downstairs where they play the in that dungeon. Room. In that dungeon. Yeah. Because yeah. imagine it because those stairs are steep as well. So even if yeah. in the you're running at fam. People are getting crushed. Yeah, you can't stand. You can't stand um, uh, patiently whilst everyone's running. You know what I mean? Human mm. nature. Something happens. Everyone just seems to want to go at the same time. So that's even even just a fire hazard. It's a bit nuts. But uh, I guess we just gotta wait and see how how Christmas is. Really, I assume all the Christmas markets must be locked off. There is no Christmas markets. As we know, Winter Wonderland is, is gone. Good. Finally, we can end those conversations about Winter Wonderland. 
They're so dry, especially on Twitter. Like, oh my gosh, are you taking your babes to, to <laughs> Wonderland? It's boring, man. Uh, anyway, what are you not saying? I think it's time for me to go. Well, for us. Do you want to say anything long... to close up, Nisha? Um, yeah. So you can let um no, just thank you for having me. Um you you guys are gonna be putting my social media on the post, but for anybody who doesn't see it, it's cakebake underscore east on Instagram, cakebake east on Facebook. Um, all of our contact details are on there. You can drop us a message on WhatsApp or DM us, it's completely up to you. Um, we'll also be doing a discount for all of you listeners so if Lovely. you quote the source hey. on your on your first order that will give you a 10% discount um and that is not that does not have a time limit limit on it it's just a single use so whenever you have that first order if you haven't ordered with us before um it will be it will be put on your invoice perfect Thank you so much. No problem. It was Please. lovely speaking to you all. And thank you for having me. Thank you for having us. Um, Any yeah, time. For some cookies. And don't forget to check out our Christmas menu when we release it. It will be out on the first week of November. Perfect. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll share that on the socials anyway. On all of yeah. the socials and, and whatnot. Yeah, I'm excited for that Christmas menu. Still, I can't lie. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see what 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 you've what you got cooking. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thanks for your for your um service. Enough air of this part. slash cap. Why? I don't know. Fam. Tough times never last. Only tough people last. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you guys for for listening. Um, Make sure you stay engaged on the socials. Um, As we said, we'll put Aisha's details in our description box. Feel free to reach out to her directly for all of your baking needs. Um, But yeah, until next time, guys. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye.